Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere and a happy Saturday to you back in the podcast salt mine for yet another edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio. Who me? Always a lot of drama here, but we're excited. We are excited about that. That might've been a mistake or maybe it wasn't a mistake. Maybe that was an intentional act. Danny G (laughs) maybe I meant to hit the drama sound effect and not the ta-da, and then I changed it up at the last minute. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure what happened there, but we are into the Saturday podcast nonetheless, and I'm still recovering from revealing the embarrassment, Danny, of the sandcastle from hell, that uh, story we told yesterday. But I I will figure out. uh, I'm, I'm surfing the Internet right now as we speak here, Danny, to try to find a new reasonably priced, wedding band so that will happen at some point nice and there was a little bit of drama at the draft on thursday and friday now we're into the weeds though on saturday smoke weed every day it's podcast time that's right now you can fully devote your time to the podcast uh on this edition of the podcast we have incredible hulk like the hussy dress code globe trekker 
back scratcher. And if we have time, we have pop quit. So we'll see what we have time for. And uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, not waste any time. So the Saturday podcast, a lot about the life of Maller, although this weekend, uh, I'm filling my my head up. My ego is through the roof here. It's like a, the Goodyear blimp uh, talking about things that have happened. But it's been a very eventful, very eventful couple of days here, last week or so, things that have happened uh, away from the radio. And so here on the fifth hour, we have a exclusive follow-up. Myself, Ben, and Danny have an exclusive follow-up. Now, you might remember in a previous episode of the radio show, uh, and actually this podcast, I told you about the bloody sofa. You remember that story, Danny? Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a murder. Looked like a crime scene. I was making my way down. I kicked my toe. I didn't think it was that bad. I was uh, put my foot on the sofa and it was bright red, uh, the, the color that you don't want to see. And I don't even know how it happened. I kicked something and it wasn't good. So we have a follow up, a follow up only, only available here on the fifth hour podcast. Nobody else has this content. So uh, it turns out, Danny, that I did do some damage to my toe. I did do some damage. Uh, my toenail has been slowly dying here over the last uh, however many days it's been. And uh, yeah, um, but it's been hanging on. It's oh. hanging on for dear life. It's, it's weird. We're at the stage now where it's half on and half off. Oh. So it's weird. It looks like a, something out of a horror movie. It scared me. I finally manned up, Danny. I finally got some hair on my chest. Uh, I was in the shower. I was, you know, doing my thing, uh, getting all clean and all, uh, all nice and all that before bed. And the water's running, and I'm looking down at my foot, and I look, I look at this. I said, "This is disgusting. Uh, this is the, this is a horrible thing. Uh, this toe that I have, uh, it's disgusting. Who wants to see that?" And I like to wear flip flops. Being in California, you can wear flip-flops pretty much year-round. So I'm looking at this, and I'm like, well, it's, it's half dead. And I'm, I'm processing in my head. In my, this time, the cartoon bubble over my head is like, okay, I got options. I can do nothing, and then I've got to stare at this thing for another couple of days. I can maybe go to a medical professional and have them look at the toe and tell me when to get rid of the toe. Or I can just say, you know what? Let's just go for it. Right? Let's go for it. Let's rip the thing off. So I turned into the Incredible Hulk, uh, Hulk uh, Danny. The Incredible Hulk. And with the, with the hot water running, I looked at the toe. I gave it one last look. The toenail hanging half on, half off. And I bent down and I grabbed the toe. It's on my left foot. I grabbed the toe. And in one massive burst, of energy. I ripped that big toenail right off my foot away from my body. And Danny, hand to God, that hurt like a motherfucker. Let me tell you, this thing was so bad. You're going to have to bleep that. This thing was so terrible, Danny. The agony. I'm by myself, so I, uh, I, I turned the water up and I just kind of, oh, man. Man, oh, man. 
So, but the good news is it was only temporary pain, Danny. It was only temporary pain. And short, a short time later, things turned out to be okay. Uh, and, you know, it's all right. I put a bandage on it. It looks even worse than it looked before because now there's no toenail. Uh-huh. It's utterly horrifying. Uh, it can scare kids. They'll have nightmares for months. And so now the great wait is on. We'll wait and see how long does it take a middle-aged human being to grow a toenail back on their big toe on their left foot. It's not the first time this has happened, actually. I've got big feet and I'm a klutz. That's a bad combination. When you have big feet and you're a klutz, generally this will happen. Well, Ben, I think I speak for everybody listening who has a weak stomach. Yeah. Thank you for sharing because... The diet is in full effect this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the other thing, though, is I I wanted to save the toenail as no, a... Oh, why? Well, because I wanted to show my wife. She, just, she was sleeping at the time, and I wanted to show her <laughs> no. that I had ripped the toenail off. Oh. So I wrapped it in a piece of toilet paper. Oh, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. I wrapped it in a piece of toilet paper, and then I went to bed, right? So I, I get up and I'm explaining that I had ripped my toenail off and all this stuff. And so I went to the bathroom to grab the toenail and somebody had flushed it by the time I woke up. So the toenail was buried at sea, given a, <laughs> much like my wedding band. The toenail was given a nice burial uh, in the oh. sewer system of the Northwoods. So I, I, the toenail's gone. That's it. See you later. Sayonara. Arriva Derche. T M I T M I. So there's a dress code, huh, Danny? There's a dress code. You're moving on, turning the pitch because I know you're in your Larry David voice right now. You're screaming. Shut the fuck up, okay? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. All right, so I'll I'll let you now tell a story. It's story time on the fifth hour, and <laughs> that story was wrong, but it did happen. I'm not making it up. I have the I can prove it with my toe. But uh, there's a there's a dress code we need to know about. What is this all about? Yeah. So at the middle school, I'm dealing with sixth graders, seventh graders and eighth graders, getting these kids primed and ready for high school. Now, speaking of flip flops, we had a couple of hot days last week where you check the weather forecast. You see a nine and you're like, oh, got to put on the sunscreen. And you know what happens when. The forecast is for 90. Uh, Dress code gets broken. Sure. Um, Sure. Hot day at the school. A lot of girls getting dress coded. You know, what is the what is the dress code? Uh, So that's where the controversy is right now. You know, you just obviously can't show too much skin. I guess the midriff is okay, but you like you can't show bra straps. Skirt or shorts can't be up too high. But that's part of the fashion right now, as you've probably seen. Anybody that's gone to even a store like Target, especially if you've gone to the mall in the past couple of years, the style for teenage girls has been those short shorts Magic Johnson used to wear. Oh, 1980s NBA look, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the TLC look uh, with Left Eye Lopez, that look kind of came back in last year, and... Now they're on to the next little fashion, which is some of the 70s chic stuff. But that is a bunch of crop tops and, 
you know, not a lot of clothing either. A lot of this is fashion, plus the girls don't want to have a lot of clothes on because the weather is hot. Yeah. So there's this one lady who works at the school, and she was blowing her whistle, screaming at the girls, and dress coding girls left and right. How about shut up? There's always that. Yeah. I'm not going to dress code anybody. First of all, I'm not looking at the young girls there trying to figure out if they're breaking dress code or not. I I would hope not. (laughs) Yes. As an adult male, that's not a good look, even though you're one of the supervisors on campus. Obviously, you leave that to the female employees. Sure, sure, sure. All right. But this female employee was on a war path. She dress coded so many girls that day. I knew it wasn't going to turn out well. Is this because she's uh, maybe her looks have gone away and she's uh, very upset with the the younger uh, girls that are just uh, learning about things, the birds and the bees and all that? Uh, Is is there concern there, you think? Possibly. Uh, You said it, not me. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The next day at school, there was just a strange energy in the air. And a lot of murmuring and a lot of it was just a weird vibe on campus. And now this is a big school. There's a thousand students there. Okay. There was probably, I want to say a stack of a hundred flyers that were found in the girls' restrooms. And this was a state of the union address. Congratulations. (laughs) I don't know which girl or girls got together and typed this up. Okay. There was a lot of concerned adults in the office when they were reading this letter. Mm-hmm. I made them laugh because I said, hey, well, as a school, we're doing something right. Because not only do these kids know how to write a full statement, but they know how to go to Kinko's and start a movement. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, 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 the kids, uh, some of the one of the girls decided to push back against the machine. You, of yep. course, Danny, are part of the machine here. Yep. And, and it, it was like a manifesto or was it just a point by point? Here's what we all need to do. We all need to wear this. Is that was, was that it what was, we were going for? It oh, was, we are going to arrive on your doorstep and we are going to burn this bitch down oh, because yeah. you are targeting females. No boy has ever been dress coded at our school. And when they're on the blacktop playing basketball, they take their shirts off. They wear tank tops. They never are told to go to the student window. They're never dress coded. The boys don't get in trouble for this. How come everybody's looking at the girls? Ah. The girls are the ones getting dress coded. This is Tammy's drop right here. Sexist. Sexist. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Sure. This was a full page and it was very well written. All right. It was pretty impressive. It was like a a petition style. Basically, it was saying, stop dress coding the girls. Also in there, and this was bad news for one of the male employees, uh, some tattling going on in this State of the Union address as well about a male employee who has put his hands on girls' waists. Uh Uh-oh. On a waist or two. Uh Uh-oh. Trying to escort them to the office, but I guess he touched a waist. Oh, you can't uh, touch the waist. There's, no, touch there's the, no waist zone. No, say no to the, the waist. The, can't no. touch the bare midriff. You can't touch students at all in the year 2022. No. Boy or girl, you don't touch anybody. So now 
people on the campus are reading this like, uh-oh. We know who they're complaining about as far as the person that is mean and dress coding everyone. That's the lady that we spoke of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're like, well, which male employee put his hand on a girl's waist? Now it's a witch hunt. Now, no, no, no. now yes. Well, right off the bat, because there's always that one employee who everybody knows is kind of touchy-feely, maybe not uh, in, a, in a crazy bad way, but just hands-on. You know, Yes. Right off the bat, I think people kind of knew which male employee that was. That guy wound up in the dean's office. Also, what the hell is going to happen with how these girls are dressing? And what's the school district going to say about dress code? Can we even enforce this? So the dean got a hold of the, the school district, and he also got a hold of the high school to see how they are dealing with this right now. Well, they got back to him the following day. The high school is not enforcing a dress code anymore. No, really? They gave up on the dress code, huh? They gave up, and they told them, look, it's going to be at your discretion, but at the high school, due to the current fashion, we had to stop. Too many parents complaining about their kids getting picked on. Too many students complaining about feeling like they were under a microscope. So the high school, where I'm at, just gave up on it. Wow. So the yeah. kids won. They yeah. pushed back against the machine. And yeah. now, now when you go out at school, it's like, hey, come on. Here we go. Unbelievable. Uh, except nobody wants to see a sixth grader or a seventh grader no. or an eighth grader walking around like that. No, that is true. No, no, I'm I, I absolutely. Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. So they're just getting ready for their freshman and sophomore years at high school there. That pushback has been, ha ha, you guys can't dress code us. And so whenever <laughs> a girl's walking by and she looks like she's a long lost member of the R&B group TLC. Congratulations. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, who can we thank for not at the elementary school level, but at the uh, you know the uh, mature women uh, of of age? Uh, who can we thank for the fashion? Is it? I was told years ago that everything started with like Kim Kardashian. Uh, a lot of the the change, but she's old now. So, yeah, who's the one that's influencing the midriff and the look? And is there like a secret panel somewhere of people that decide? This is what the fashion's going to be, and we're going to promote this. We're going to encourage certain influencers to wear certain outfits. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm curious how this all works. Like fashion changes, like every year, right? Every couple of years, probably even quicker than that. I mean, I was talking to my Tinderoni about that TLC look, and she's like, "Oh, that was last year. Now it's the '70s <laughs> chic." And uh, she was telling me about certain tops she saw at Target. She tries to shop for her daughter, who's 11, going on 17. But the good thing about her daughter, her daughter likes to be covered up, which is appropriate for that age. Sure. But But even girls her age in fifth grade are dressing like little hoochies right now. (laughs) They claim it as the fashion. And you go to the mall, you see it, even go clothes shopping at a Target, and you see it. So my girl has trouble shopping for her daughter's clothes right now because there's just not a lot of options. So everyone's pretty much dressing the same. They're all going for the, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time look. Is that what yeah, these? For? I mean, these shorts are a slice of shorts, and yeah. these shirts are basically half shirts. That's what's been given school administrators fits. They're just not sure what to do with it. Does yeah. this go across the board, uh, Danny? Because, uh, you know, when I was a kid, being a fat kid, I always wanted to cover up. But I, I did see, I know we, we joke all the time on the radio show, the guys love writing Lizzo jokes. And is it now even uh, the uh, chubbier kids are still going for it? The chubbier girls are like, hey, I'm going uh, to have a good time here. That's fair to say. It's yeah. not like just the skinny kids that are wearing that fashion. I laughed. I got a laugh out of it because that following day, where it seemed like those girls had a victory in their pocket, that uh, manager, the office manager, she shook her head and she told me, damn it, I missed the winter time. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously kids had jackets on and long sleeves and just were trying to hide from, you know, winter weather. And now it's like, boom, hot weather. Uh-oh. Wow, that's crazy, man. Uh, well, there you go. And so uh, do what you want. Did they ever find out which kid? They never found out which kid actually wrote the manifesto? They no, didn't. they didn't. Copies were circulating around the campus for an entire day. All those copies kept being pulled out of the restrooms and turned into the dean. But then another stack would reappear. 
So they were on top of it, man. Whatever kids invested in that movement, it was worth it because they won, but they spent a lot of money at Kinko's. Well, that reminds me, when I was a kid uh, at junior high school, somebody had brought, I, I had found this piece of paper. I, I, one of the kids brought it, and it was all the different ways to say the word fuck, right? <laughs> and, and this was the, like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And I wanted to share this. I've told the story, but I want to share this with every kid at the junior high school. So if you're, when you're in junior high school and you see a list and this thing was like, you know, 500 ways to say the word, right? So I saw this, I thought this is the greatest thing in the world. And, uh, and my parents, uh, my mom, God rest her soul, my dad, uh, they ran a mailing service, like a local mailing service. And pretty much what they did is they sent out junk mail before the internet, Realtors sent out flyers to sell, you know, try to get people to buy their houses and, and whatnot and, and different things like that. And so they jewelers and different things, mass mailing, bulk mailing. And that was the business my parents ran most of their life. And so because of that, they had a lot of equipment as a home business. So we had a copy machine at the house. We had a lot of mailing equipment because everything was done at the house. Uh, and, and so anyway, I got the brilliant idea, Danny. I, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to give the gift of f- to every kid at this, at this junior high school. Oh, no. Sierra Vista Junior High School. So I, I, I went home with this piece of paper, contraband. And, I, and when my mom was busy doing her thing and she was not at the copy machine, my dad was doing something. I put that thing in the copy machine and I made like 200 copies, right? So now I now have 200 copies of the 500 ways to say the word fuck. I am now going to be the most popular kid at this junior high school. Everyone is going to be impressed that I have you know, passed this out and, uh, and I have, and it's going to be the most amazing thing in the world. So, so anyway, I get, I get to school. I have them hidden in my backpack and I pass a few of them out and everyone's laughing. Oh, that's great. You know, this is the coolest thing, you know, they're, getting praise and I never got any praise. Everyone goofed on me. This was a wonderful thing. And, and everything was great. And, and nobody ratted me out to anybody at the school. Everything was good. You know, guys kept it quiet and all that stuff that I'd passed this out. So then I get home from school and I'm on like cloud nine, Danny. I'm like, man, I'm the man I've arrived because of this. <laughs> you know, this is, this is my magnum opus here. <laughs> my greatest accomplishment in life is printing up on a copy machine at my mom and dad's business the word 500 days, different ways to say the word so I, I walk into the house and my uh, my mom's like hey uh, how's school how was school i said well it's pretty good you know pretty good I had a good day at school you know whatever i don't i never said a lot even back then and she says uh yeah there's something i need to talk to you about <laughs> And uh, so I was thinking, oh, boy, somebody at the school must have called home, you know, and I'm in I'm in a lot of trouble. And uh, and so I said, you know, what happened? Was it was it something at school? And she said, no, no, there was there was nothing at school. Uh, She said, your your father was making some copies for the business and uh, he opened the the top of the copy machine. And uh, and then. Yeah, I forgot. I left the original in the copy. Go. My mom holds this up. You know, my, my, my nice Jewish mother, very uh, nice woman. And she's holding this up. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, 
<laughs> would have been the perfect crime, Danny. Yeah. Perfect crime, but instead didn't work out that way. But I do give the kids credit. I'm, I'm impressed. Those are the future politicians. Those, uh, whoever that you know, girl or girls are, they will be the future political class that will everyone will eventually hate and goof on social media because they're be, they'll be political. Uh, but it started and they can someday when they run for president, they will. These little girls will say, well, like in elementary school, <laughs> I started a campaign to allow women to dress like whores uh, and uh, you know, that whole thing. And it'll be absolutely wonderful and uh, great. And uh, voila. So well, that's why in the tease, I told you uh, the word hussy. Yeah. Because Grandma Shirley, that's the word she uses. Oh, my God. That girl's dressed like a hussy. That's a good word, hussy. House, I, I, they was always like dressed like a, I think they said like streetwalker. It was like, that was the term they would use. Like, you're, out, you're advertising what you're selling uh, out on the street. And all, but, you know, but if everyone's, I guess, if everyone is doing it, does it stand out with the person that actually wears like the burka stand out? If every woman, every young lady is dressed like, uh, you know, like a hussy, then do they really stand out? I, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot to tell you the very last line of that manifesto. Yeah. Was in all capitals and then was followed up with about 20 exclamation marks. And it said, we will not stand for this. <laughs> no justice, no peace. You know, like, uh, what, what yeah. movie did they see where they took that last line and added all those exclamation marks? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's uh, that is tremendous. Right? A real life movement. Hey, hey, ho, ho. The dress code has to go. You know, that, <laughs> there's, there's only I, I remember years ago, uh, I I put together because I was really bored. And I was like, there's only like seven or eight protest chants that people do when they're protesting something. Yeah. And it's like, hey, hey, ho, ho. You know, and then you fill in the blank, cast yeah, go, yeah. or what do we want? And then. Yes. When do we want it? You know, that kind yeah, of Yeah, that's classic. That's a classic. No justice, no peace is a big one. Uh, whose streets are streets is another one, right? That's yeah, another yeah. one that you get. Uh, there's a bunch of them, but, but there's only like seven or eight. I said a bunch, but I named most of them. I wish it would have got to that point. That would have been great to see in real life because, you know, I grew up with classic movies as you did, like Lean on Me with the great Morgan Freeman. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And remember, Call me Batman because he had the bat. <laughs> I love that movie, man. Oh, it's great. <laughs> hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, breaking a tradition, Danny. Breaking a tradition. Over the years. Outside of a medical malady, like having my gallbladder chopped out of me, uh, I have never taken an extended break other than the month of December. It's, it's, not, it's just not how I am. I'm not operating in a way where I take time. I always save my vacation for December. And I don't take a lot, usually like 10 days or so at the end of the year to reset for the new year. But this is the rare and appropriate May Maller getaway. The Maller May getaway. And we've talked about this, but fear not. Uh, as we've, we've said, we'll have original podcasts and all that, so you don't need to worry about that. We're putting together, you're putting a potpourri of audio gold together, right, Danny? Unique content and all that stuff. Things you might have missed, things you want to hear again, classic moments on the show. And how far back are we going on this? Because there's a lot of archive stuff. There's a lot of old stuff. Like yeah. we a recent, what are we looking at? I mean, I have some drops and extended mixes of drops that are, Super old from the live show. There's one of those birds go. Then I have stuff from when I was there between 2014 and 2017. Uh, Great drops, great show moments from your live show and from the podcast. So it's going to be like a mega medley mix. All right. And a lot of emails I've gotten over the last couple of years with Roberto and Roberto, when he came on genie and Medford was not part of the show. So they love the genie and Medford drops the, the fans of the show that have been with the show for a long time. And so hopefully we can get some of those old genie drops. If we have any of those. And, and the cool thing about this is that even the biggest fans of the podcast, I've, I've talked about this in the past. There was a study done years ago that we all have selective hearing that, most people that enjoy audio content only remember about 20%. The range is 17 to 25% of the things they listen to uh, on the radio or a podcast like this, because people are doing other things. You're you're busy, maybe doing some gardening, maybe you're walking, you're making sure nobody hits you while you're walking or you're cooking or uh, whatever you might be doing. So that means, Danny, that 
75% roughly, 75% of the stuff, and maybe even more than that, maybe it's like 80, over 80% of the content that we provide here goes in one ear and out the other. And so we'll provide some, some things you need to listen to again. And, but I would be taking my first trip. I've not flown anywhere since the Maller meet and greet in Seattle at the end of 2019 when I was not allowed to go to a Seahawk game, banned from a Seahawk game against the 49ers. But it has been 16 months, I think, now uh, since I last got on an airplane. Is that right? You know, early, we're in April of 2022, so this is month four. Let me do the math on that. Oh, I, yeah, it's been about 16 and a half months because it was in mid to late December, so it's about 16 months. 16 months, give or take. We're, we're pretty much in late April now, so I mean, this, this, it doesn't get much later than this, right? I mean, we're, what is it, April 30th uh, today, I believe? Yes. So anyway, uh, so a lot has changed in the world, and I will be stopping by my brother's place in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm flying into Chicago because it's cheaper to fly to Chicago. And I will make my drive up the coast of Lake Michigan through Chicago and through Milwaukee and through all the farmland in Wisconsin. And I've not been to Wisconsin since County Stadium was a thing. The Brewers played at County Stadium. I was there. Wow. Last, the last year of County Stadium, I went on a tour of what was Miller Park, but it's got a new name now. It's got some corporate name. It's not, well, Miller Park was a corporate name. But anyway, I was there when they were building Miller Park. And I looked it up. That thing opened in 2000, Danny. I think, I think it was 2000 or 2001. So it's like, tw it's over 20 years. But anyway, so I'll be, uh, be stopping in the Midwest to begin and uh, going up to Wisconsin to hang out with my brother. Now, the plan originally was to go across the lake to, to Michigan because my cousin, who's getting up there in age, he's kind of like you were talking about visiting your grandma on the LBC. Well, I have a cousin who lives over in northern Michigan, right near the Canadian border, out in the boondocks. And I want to see her because she's just across from Appleton, but it's a long boat ride. And I'm not sure if we're going to have time to do it because by the time we take the boat across the lake, we're going to have to come back across. <laughs> so it might not be worth it. it. It probably won't be a good use of time. We'll see about that. Uh, so I, but I will be in Wisconsin for a few days and then I'm going to go back to Chicago and pretty much just eat pizza, deep dish Chicago pizza, try not to get mugged walking around Chicago and going to a cub game. So I, uh, uh, our guy, Jonas Knox, huge cub fan. He's a made man. He had a hookup himself and he, uh, he hooked me up. So I want to thank Jonas and I'll be sitting in the bleachers, Danny, at nice. Wrigley Field yeah. on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. So any fans of the show, if you want to hang out and if, if you can get to my area, I'm not sure how Wrigley works. I've not been there. I've not been to Wrigley Field since uh, 2000. It's been a long time. Uh, so they've renovated it since then. I'm not sure what it's like now. It looks beautiful on TV. They had no video board when I was there last time. But anyway, it's Tuesday night. Uh, the Cubs are playing the Chicago White Sox. So it's both Chicago teams. And that'll be a night game. I'll freeze my tookers up. It's actually not, not going to be that cold. I think it'll be in like the 40s, which is for Chicago. It's not, it's May. It's, it's early May. It should be, should be warming up a little bit by now. So that's what I'll be uh, on Tuesday. And then, uh, and then I will 
spend Wednesday wandering around Chicago and all that. And uh, to give you the full itinerary, the plan is to fly to Virginia on Thursday because I, the, the whole point of this trip, Danny, the globe trekking was to get to North Carolina for a wedding. And so the wedding is over the weekend, but I'm the closest airports out at a resort town in the, out in the outer banks of North Carolina. And so I have to fly into Virginia and then drive for a couple hours down to North Carolina. So that's, that's Thursday. And then I got to spend time with the in-laws and all that and have a grand time. Uh, we are, we are going to be hanging out at the Atlantic ocean for one day. So I will be going to the beach at least one day. And then Akalaka, I hear North Carolina is beautiful. I've never been to North Carolina or Virginia. I've been to Chicago. I have family. The Maller family's from Chicago. There's a Maller building in Chicago, not related to my family, um, but I will take a photo with it if I have time. And then uh, I've been to Wisconsin. My brothers lived there for several years. I've not visited them. So that's the plan. And then I'll fly back on the Sunday. I got a late flight on Sunday, so I'll miss the show Sunday into Monday. And then I'll be back raring to go and well i'll save most of the stories for the podcast for for next week danny is that is that fair that when i get back oh that's perfect you know we got the mailbag tomorrow and then you're then you're a free man we'll hear all the stories the week after i do the three greatest hits maller podcasts yeah so yeah i promise you they will be very entertaining and i'll spend so much time putting all the clips together that my tinderoni will be threatening to leave me. <laughs> we don't, we certainly don't want that. Not before the big wedding, not before the big. No, that's wedding. when I know I'm doing really good radio work is when she's frustrated and is telling me that I'm spending too much time editing. That's what I know. The podcast numbers are at their best. <laughs> All right. Uh, very good. Well, we, we have time for back scratcher. There's only one this week anyway. So we said, if you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back. So thanks to, uh, I'm not sure what the name on this is. It says I-U-P-U-T-E-R Jones. Uh, it says Ben and Danny G Rocket. The Ben Maller Overnight Show is a staple of my daily routine, this guy says. He gave us a five-star review, Danny. Five stars. Nice. Uh, we earned at least two of those stars. Uh, one each. One for me, one for you. And he says uh, the Overnight Show is a staple of my daily routine. The fifth hour is the proverbial cherry on top. I began listening in Tokyo and have not looked back. Best sports talk radio show in history. Wow, very tough. I even begrudgingly miss Mr. West of the 405. Well, speak for yourself. Uh, And a a side note, Ben, hoping for a shameless plug of my review on the podcast, the first rule of sales, you never get a yes if you don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. You, you don't get a yes unless you ask. There's also that debate we've had over the years, Danny, is is it better to ask for permission or beg for forgiveness? Forgiveness. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I learned that from this old guy I used to listen to on the radio named Tom Looney. <laughs> and he taught me because we try some crazy radio bits and Looney's like, listen, he'd say, if we have to ask management, they're going to say no. But if we say, hey, uh, we're sorry, we won't do that again, they'll be okay with that. And he was 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) all right, we got to get out of here. Anything going on today, radio-wise? Danny, what do you got going on? Yeah, got the Saturday FSR shows, Steve Hartman and Jeff Schwartz. And then in the evening time, Brian No with Ephraim Salam. 
the no show in the hizzy. Come on, pimpin'. Get your Tim's on. All right. Have a great rest of your Saturday mailbag bag on Sunday. We will catch you then. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.